the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager. Wednesday. What's today? January 5th. Uh, So what is uh, going to happen tomorrow? The anniversary of the so-called insurrection, the only insurrection in modern history where the insurrectors or the insurrectionists were unarmed. Very poorly planned insurrection, got to say that. So after nearly a a year of destruction by left-wing mobs all over the country in every big city, burnings of police departments, people dead, beaten, <clears throat> and uh, let's see, takeovers of areas which are then called autonomous zones. After all of that, the only thing that the media talk about uh, the, is the insurrection. It's uh, like they, uh, the thugs in Germany who use the Reichstag fire to take more power. Any Anything... Remember, the left will use anything to gain more power and to give more power to central authority. COVID is, is the best example. The amount of authority given to people, they can tell you you can't open your store. You can't eat in a restaurant. They can tell you that. That's, that's unprecedented power over American citizens, to the best of my knowledge. The, uh, they will shut you up. I just finished Alex Berenson's book, Epidemia, Pandemia, sorry, thank you, wrong emic, I did did the epidemic, not pandemic. In April of 2020, I said it was the greatest mistake in history, The, the universal lockdown, I turned out to be right. And on the anniversary of my declaration of that, I will retweet my tweet. The damage done is greater than I even predicted, especially to children. What has been done to children is calculated child abuse. The robbing of children of their childhoods for no reason. I repeat, no reason. To see hysteria take over much of the world and nearly every one of its governments is a very, very sobering experience for the human condition. To see people sheep-like walk in the streets with masks as I do here in Los Angeles is nothing other than depressing. Ami Horowitz did uh, such a video in Manhattan asking people who were masked, why do you wear your masks? You want to do me a favor, Sean, pull up that video of Ambi Horowitz, it's a few months ago, 
in Manhattan asking people why they're wearing masks. <laughs> and the answers that they received. I'll have more on this in a moment because a, uh, a truly courageous professor. Why do you wear a mask outside? Oh, here we what's go. Your, what's your thought on that? Um, I'm not sure why. Good news for you. Yes, you don't have to sir. wear a mask anywhere outside. Um, okay. There you go. All right. How do you feel? The same. Go on. I'm Ami Horowitz, and some people are still wearing their masks outside who are fully vaccinated, even though the science says they don't have to. Let's find out why. So. Why are you wearing a mask outside? It feels weird not to. I just like it. I got used to it. I don't mind wearing it. I guess I'm just used to it, I guess. I just have it on. I forgot it was on. You forgot it was on? Are you vaccinated? Why are you wearing a mask outside? What's your thought process? That's literally crickets. No comment. I just feel like I have to wear it. I don't know why. I just want to wear it. Yeah, I guess like my friends wear them, so I'm like, if I'm... I might as well just too. I feel like I won't take off my mask until everybody does. Oh, yeah. We have a very controlled model, right? I mean, it's just it, it, there's a lot of anxieties with taking the mask off, you know, for the first time. So it's because probably, it's been so long. Yeah, it's like a social anxiety at this point. It's just you know mental social anxiety. So it's virtually impossible to get coronavirus outside while you're vaccinated. Okay. Does that change your thought process at all? I mean, not really. I'm just gonna keep wearing it. I personally still wouldn't want to take the, the risk anyway. And I don't trust anyone else. So I'm just doing it for my. Even health. if the science said it was like basically impossible, it still doesn't matter. Yeah. Extra precaution. Because I want to protect others and there's still risk no matter what. So, so the science says it's virtually impossible to get the coronavirus you're vaccinated or spread it while you're outside. Sure. Does that change your thought at all? I, I know that. But it okay. also sets an example, a visual example. That's how I feel sometimes. I just want to put it on. Because you almost feel like that, like almost a compulsion to do it because we've yeah. been doing it for so long. Yeah. Okay, that's great. Thanks, Sean. I appreciate it. Everybody in my studio thanks you. There, there was not, there was not a coherent answer. I feel, I feel better. Everybody does it. I don't know why. Just I want to do it. People don't understand that a big price is paid in society for people having their face covered. It's a veil. People think that it's a it's a wonderful thing that uh, there are so many women veiled in Muslim countries. Is that is is that a model for us? I bet you most of those people interviewed went to college. So on, a, I was about to to tell you something that has nothing to do with the COVID or the news a personal experience because I figure I could be the uh, a not the a mouthpiece for many people because I have a microphone and obviously most people do not I was supposed to get a package a very important package by the way uh, yesterday and UPS sends me a notice that the package was delivered they told the time and 
they have something called proof of delivery. What's the proof of delivery? That the the person who delivered it says it's left on the porch. That's the proof of delivery. Is that a riot? Now, I'm told that Amazon delivery, and I, I always try to boost the competitors to Amazon because I don't want one company to dominate everything. I, 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 but I'm told that Amazon, under proof of delivery, shows you a picture of where the pa- of the package. That's proof of delivery. Proof of delivery left on porch, that's, that's a joke. Is that a UPS joke? Anyway, I never received it. So if he left it on a porch, the delivery person, it wasn't my porch. <laughs> so the, the proof of delivery is non-existent. There is no proof of delivery. It wasn't delivered, and there's no proof. But it's called proof of delivery. Maybe somebody who works for UPS is listening can uh, can explain that. <laughs> yeah. You li- we we live in a world where there's such fakery from corporations to media, government. It's just fakery. Can you contact UPS and tell them that uh, they should ask the the person who delivered it, I, I, I realized this immediately. I've been awaiting this important package. You can't, you can't say, you know, ask the driver where he left it. I can find this driver. I could find, I don't know, I can't think of an analogy. I, I, I could find a needle in a haystack more rapidly than I could find the driver who claims proof of delivery. I wonder if that has happened to uh, to any of you. It's uh, it's it's a very interesting thing that people put up with fakery so much. You know, when I read ads for my sponsors, there are words thrown in, and I'll and I'll be honest with you. Uh, almost every ad says, "So call my friends at," and unless they're my friend, I always drop that because I don't want I don't want to say something that isn't true. They may be a fantastic sponsor, and many are, but I don't, they're not my friends. Some are a handful, but some aren't. Or only for my listeners, but it's not true. It's for anybody's listeners. We, uh, again, a world of fakery, like proof of delivery. All of you out there know that my pillow doesn't have their box stores or any shopping channels. They've been part of this canceled culture and they want to pass on the savings directly to you. You can get the lowest price in the history of my pillow for their classic standard my pillow, regularly $69.98, now only $19.98 with the promo code. They also have queen size, regularly $79.98, now $24.98 with the promo code. Or king size, regularly $89.98, only $29.98. With your promo code. My pillow is not just pillows, they have over 150 products, everything from sleepwear to my new beds. 
Promo code also works on mystore.com and frankspeech.com. Go to mypillow.com or call 800-761-6302. Use the promo code Prager to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his standard MyPillow. That's mypillow.com, promo code Prager or 800-761-6302. Okay, everybody. Yes, it's interesting. A number of you are calling in from around the country about uh, about similar issues. Look, they deliver millions, tens of millions of things. I understand mistakes will be made. I just find it a farce that they say proof of delivery. It's a farce. Proof of delivery is a picture of the package in front of your house. That's a proof of delivery. I'm told Amazon does that. Well, what does it take to do it? How, what, 10 seconds extra? 15 seconds extra? All right. Anyway. Adventures of life. Hey, you in Chicago. Listen to this one from National Review. Chicago public schools cancel in-person classes after teachers' union votes to strike. I am now convinced there is nothing damaging that the teachers can do to kids in our schools that will convince people to take their kids out of school. There is literally nothing they could do other than perhaps beat up kids. But actually, to tell you the truth, the old knuckle, uh, what is it? They would uh, knock their knuckles. What is the verb to be used when a teacher would uh, not smash? Rap. Yes, rap. Thank you. Much better to wrap kids' knuckles or give them a swat on the butt than to do what has been done this year. Two years, no school. Can't see another kid's face, can't see a teacher's face, can't breathe properly. Even though kids aren't, kids, more kids are dying of flu or automobile accidents than of COVID. Teachers' unions have no regard for children. None. They're, they're, I believe the sanitation union uh, and the, uh, the Major League Baseball, well, forget Major League Baseball, but probably. I, don't, I, don't, I think that uh, anybody, any group, has more regard for children than, than the teachers' unions and the teachers who support them. You can't get away from this, oh, I love kids, but I support the union. Please, please, uh, you're lying to yourself, which is the ultimate uh, hopeless state. You want to lie to me? Okay, don't lie to yourself. Teachers unions have contempt for children. Utter, total contempt. They are selfish, narcissistic, money-driven morons. Morons because they, they aren't very deep in what they teach as well. Let's learn how crappy America is. Let's learn that you're really not a boy or a girl till you decide you're a boy or a girl. Chicago Public Schools will cancel in-person classes Wednesday. That's today. Ta-da! After the Chicago Teachers Union voted Tuesday to strike against in-person schooling and conduct remote instruction until the Omicron spike subsides. This is for all you vaccinated folks. Oh, it's the pandemic of the unvaccinated. Another lie. With 73% in favor, 73% in favor. 
the union's 22,000 members voted to take a remote work action starting Wednesday. General membership was asked to make a final decision on the proposal after the House of Delegates voted 555 to 77 with 88% in favor, 88%, to advance the item earlier Tuesday. The suspension of in-person teaching could continue until January 18th or until the virus infection rate in the district hits below the threshold set last year. Well, the virus infection rate. Wow. Why? Why does that matter? CTU leaders, Chicago Teachers Union, argue that the COVID-19 variant surge is putting teachers and students at risk. That's what I mean by morons. That's moronic. You can't be a terribly bright human being if you believe that. And it would be irresponsible to turn to school, return to school. Oh. It's not irresponsible to deprive kids of school for nearly two years. It's irresponsible to return to school because scared people teach your children. These are not adult models teaching your children. But people won't take their kids out of school. And I understand it's a big pain. Big, big pain. Uh, Tell that to your kids later. Yeah, it was just, it was too, it was too uh, troublesome to take you out of school and homeschool you. Chicago Department of Public Health Commissioner Dr. Allison Arwadi reiterated that the virus poses minimal risk to children and therefore a reversion to school closure is unreasonable, especially given that the district plans to expand its testing regime. Wow. So the teachers shouldn't claim that it's dangerous. The, uh, the hypochondriac public health commissioner in Chicago. All, all, all public health commissioners are hypochondriacs. But even, was it a man or a woman? But e- e- even this woman says there's no reason not to go back to school. Maybe teachers are lazy. Not all. All generalizations have exceptions. Maybe they're just lazy. Maybe they like this regime. They get paid anyway, Right? Believe me, if they didn't get paid, if they didn't teach in person, they would be teaching in person. You can bet your child's future on that. Chicago Teachers Union. But the press will focus, especially tomorrow. They won't focus in Chicago. They'll focus on January 6th, not on the contempt teachers have for children. There is a solution. Take your kid out of there. Do everything you can, at least for the foreseeable future, to avoid the Chicago public schools. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400.
I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. I wrote a column yesterday that America remains the beacon of freedom in the Western world, despite the fact that we are far less free today than at any time in modern American history because the left is crushes freedom anywhere it takes power, from Lenin's Russia to the university. Any, anywhere, and there is no exception in the history of the left that they allow dissent. None. Conservatives allow dissent and liberals allow dissent. The left does not. So I wrote a, 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 about how America, despite the suppression of freedom here, is freer than any other country in the West. I, I went down the list of restrictions, prohibitions uh, around the world, and I wrote about Canada. I said Canada has become a moral embarrassment. I have a Canadian on Skype, in other words, on my video feed. You can watch us at Salem News Channel. Correct, Sean? There's an app. You can watch me. You can watch the show. You can watch my guests. Salem News Channel. And he is Alain Lambert, because he's French-Canadian. I put it in the French way. Or Alan Lambert, as you wish. I've had him on. He's done a PragerU video. And he's a remarkable observer of life in general. And he is now in Vancouver, and if you can watch this, and you can, if you, you can see, is Alain uh, there? Great. He is now in front <laughs> of a mural he has made <laughs> of the Canadian flag on a sheep. I had actually suggested in my column that they replace the maple leaf with a sheep, but he has done it in his way. Now, we're both laughing uh, so, Alain, let, let me ask you a question, and then I want the details of what's happening in Canada. But I just want to know, you're a lifelong Canadian. You've loved it in your country. Is this shocking to you? It is shocking to me, Dennis, and, um, and what's most troubling to me is the level of support by the population for all of the restrictions that are being imposed on us. And it's almost, um, you know, being someone who doesn't think it should, we should get vaccinated or there's not an absolute crisis is a little bit like uh, being a Trump supporter in a Joe Biden rally, right? You just stay in the closet because um, people are um, people are scared, and um, and people support the measures. If you look at Quebec, which is now now has severe restrictions and a curfew, 
um, just recently, the level of support for the provincial government was at 70%. A curfew. Why does the curfew help co- uh, prevent COVID? Well, the, the, the government of Quebec has banned um, gathering. So you stay in your house with your family. You can't have visitors. And they say with a curfew, it will help pe- ensure that people do not break that. Oh, I see. So what do Canadians think that America ha- is the land of death? Is, is that how they dismiss our freedoms compared to Canada? Well, I've had many discussions recently with, um, with Canadians. And as you know, a lot of people out east in Canada vacation into, the, into Florida and the U.S. And people are, people are shocked when they, when they hear about Florida that you, they go the opposite way of Canadians. As in, you can't ask people if they are vaccinated. In Canada, you have to ask them if they're vaccinated. They have to show proof of vaccination, let's say, to go to a restaurant to get on an airplane and 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 here their restrictions are greater and greater to get more and more people vaccinated so when they hear in florida that you can't force people to wear a mask or get vaccinated yeah they they do think they have it backwards oh so are they visiting florida because that's a very big destination for canadians like especially from quebec that is correct that is correct so um so as you know, they have these groups. They call them the uh, I forget what they call the the snowbirds. Yeah, and and um, and I've read about them. And uh, a lot of uh, French Canadians, people from Ontario, are have gone down this year to Florida. All right, I want to get their reaction in a moment. I've got to take a break. This is, folks, you have no idea the the amount of restrictions that uh, our neighbor to the north is engaged in. And people have accepted. I'll I'll return with Alain Lambert in a moment. All right, everybody. Speaking to a Canadian entrepreneur and thinker and major bicyclist, Alain Lambert, or Alain Lambert, he's a French-Canadian, now living in Vancouver. So you said you were talking to French-Canadians, or other Canadians, I should say, about uh, visiting Florida and being shocked at the freedoms there. So do they do they question Canada or do they think they were jeopardizing their lives by going to Florida? The latter. So let me let me give you some uh, some stats here which will shock you and your listeners. So in a very recent study right before Christmas uh, a poll so support for a vaccine passport in Canada, 80%. Mandatory vaccination, 64%. Lifting restrictions, 76% of people say no. And 52% of people are afraid of contracting the virus. And the level of support for the measures, both at the federal level and the provincial level, um, is such that um, you know people have this view here that the governments in Canada are doing the right thing to protect them, um, and so if you think about Florida, then therefore the, the result is that you know they're not doing enough. I, I 
I could I could speak about my own personal experience and 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 um, where a family member of mine uh, from out east visited uh, at Christmas here and um, and they refused to uh, to see my wife and I and 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 the kids and their cousins because they had heard that maybe we had been sick. People are scared, Dennis. I'm I'm silent because I'm trying to digest. So let me. I want to do both your family and I want to do first the other thing. Why would they go to Florida if they think they're jeopardizing their lives? Right. So so there are two things. Right. So there there are those who are there, and and I should have been clear. So and then there are those Canadians who 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 do not go to Florida. In their view of those who go, they are putting their life in danger. So, not wow. I have seen freedom, and it works. That's right. That's right. And then, pe- pe- people here. Uh, well, I mean, listen. Uh, in August of last year, there was uh, an election called the federal government. Prime Minister Trudeau, when he launched the election campaign, his number one thing is that he was going to prevent unvaccinated Canadians from being able to travel on airplane boats and trains. And when I heard that, I said, well, that's good. I think we're going to, you know, have a change of government as a result. And he got reelected. Mm. Mm. <laughs> and maybe if I could take a second, as I've got some statistics just for your listeners so that they understand the backdrop of it all. So Canada is 38 million people, right? So it's sort of the same population as California. We have uh, 10 provinces. You got 50 states. The the life expectancy in in Canada is 82 years old. Uh, as of today, there's been 30,000 deaths with or um, well, let's call it with with COVID. Mm-hmm. And to date, 61 percent. And those deaths are people who are 80 years old, 80 years or older. Mm-hmm. Um, Quebec and Alberta, which account for 50% of the COVID deaths, they have um, great statistics on the government websites. And in Quebec, where they've had 11,690 deaths with COVID so far, only 255 are without comorbidities. In Alberta, where there's been 3,322 deaths with COVID, only 143 have been without comorbidities. Mm-hmm. So that's, to me, it's important, right? So why are people scared? Well, they're, they're not scared because the data suggests that they should be scared. The media and the governments have made people scared. And, and we've seen before, just before Christmas or around Christmas, People lining up for four, five, six hours in uh, in in you know very very cold uh, temperature. It is Canada after all, and it is winter to get tested. Everybody wants to get tested. And, and well, why do they want to get tested? I, if they don't have symptoms, why do they care? You know what? It's a, I I've been able to establish because every time somebody says. I got tested or somebody, I know somebody got tested. Why did you get tested? Why did you get tested? Yeah. And, and it's the stigma. It's the only thing I can put my, my finger on. 
Oh, I don't want to give the COVID to somebody else. Oh, it's, but even if the somebody else is, is, is vaccinated. Even if somebody else is vaccinated, that's right. The level of vaccination here is very high. Of right? course, so, exactly. So, so I, I mean, I'm looking at this. So uh, the, the, the re- statistics, so uh, well, well, this will shock you. So in the age group of 5 to 11, uh, there's been 40% of people of, in that age group have received at least one shot. What percent? You, you, it got... Uh, 40%. 40% of those 5 to 11 in Canada are vaccinated? At least one uh-huh. dose. I wonder if they'll thank their parents when they get older. Maybe. I hope they do, but I, I, I do wonder. One final question, uh, uh, Alan, and, and that is, is there, is there any, anything analogous to the conservative movement in America? Is there anything analogous to talk radio to all the websites in the United States or to Fox News? There is not. So there's really no way, unless they access American media, for a Canadian to even hear the other side. And that's correct. And that and that's it's it's and it's one of the reasons, uh, Dennis, as you know, that I'm uh, a donor to PragerU because it's that's available in Canada, and then we need to keep supporting it. And I will keep supporting it because. The, that's that's one place where Canadians can go to get a different point of view. So, of course, they're scared. They're blanketed with only one message. Alan, I will be in touch. Uh, you're very uh, precious to us. Thanks very much. Thank you. Have a good day, Dennis. I want you to think about this for a moment, what you just heard from Alan Lambert, Alain Lambert. In Canada, it's a very common thing for Canadians to go to Florida during the winter. For, look, it's common for people in the Northeast to go to Florida for the winter. This has been true all of my life. So they go from a place of lockdowns where you are not permitted to travel on any in any way except by horse or your own car if you are not vaccinated. You can't meet with more than three other people, including family coming from outside your house. They could live next door. They can't come into your house. Most Canadians support this. Then many will visit Florida, which is, of course, much freer than California. Go anywhere you want without a mask. Nobody checks if you're vaccinated, and they're doing fine. Wouldn't you think that Canadians who visit Florida would enter what we call cognitive dissonance? When you believe X, but reality is Y, that's called cognitive dissonance. But they don't. That's what's amazing. And when they go back to their friends and they're not dead, they, they're, they're not shipped back to Canada in a coffin. They actually enter a plane and walk off the plane as healthy as when they departed the lockdown called Canada. But this doesn't change anybody's mind. And they still visit. 
how would people in Canada who do that or who know people who do that not question whether the assault on freedom in Canada is worth it? 40% of kids 5 to 11 in Alberta and presumably elsewhere and other provinces are vaccinated ages 5 to 11? How many kids 5 to 11 have died of COVID in Canada? Five, three, zero. One, uh, one wonders. Really, you just have to wonder. Is there hope for the human race, or is it just a a a roller coaster of? a decent period of time, and then darkness. It would appear to be the latter, but there's more light in this country. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.